Welcome to Truth Time, where you'll get a shot of the truth with no chaser. You're listening to Truth Time Radio on 1490 AM, the talk of Chattanooga, and 97.7 FM, hot country, Jackson, Ohio. And we're streaming coast to coast and around the world at truthtimeradio.com. And now your Truth Time host, Trey Searcy. Are you ready for this? You ready for this? You ready for this? Are you ready for this? You ready for this? You ready for this? Are you ready for this? You ready for this? You ready for this? Here we go with another Truth Time Transmission. We're going coast to coast and around the world, rightly dividing the word of truth. Over the years, you've attempted to understand the Bible. You read it, get disgusted, and then you put it down for a while. Perhaps weeks, months, or even years. You want to understand it. You really do. But it just seems that something's missing. And all you've ever heard are these evangelicals who teach the Bible through their religious denominational traditional lenses, as opposed to teaching it how it ought to be taught, through the lenses of grace and rightly dividing the word of truth. The gospel of the grace of God is found on this side of the cross. It was revealed to and through the Apostle Paul, the Apostle to the Nations. It's truth time because there's no better time for truth than right now. I recently saw a sign that read, I'd rather offend someone to heaven than to flatter them to hell. (laughs) You know, so often when the truth is shared, someone gets offended. So if you've got thin skin, now would be a good time to make your exit. We're bringing you a shot of truth with no chaser. Broadcasting here on 97.7 FM, the station for all your hot country favorites throughout the Ohio Valley. And we're heard on 1490 AM, the talk of Chattanooga in Tennessee. And of course, we're covering the globe at truthtimeradio.com. You know, something I've discovered is that everyone who claims to be a Christian believes in the cross work of Christ, every last one of them. But few believe in the finished cross work of Christ. Today, we live in what the Bible describes as being the dispensation of the grace of God. This is spoken of not once, not twice, but three times in the Bible. 1 Corinthians 9.17 Ephesians 3.2 and Colossians 1.25 Now on this side of the cross, it's only those who've believed in the finished cross work of Christ that are saved. So don't be fooled into thinking that everyone who goes into that building called, quote, the church is saved. Trust me, many of them need to be witnessed to. Again, they all believe in the cross work of Christ but few believe in the finished cross work of Christ. They teach confessing sin to get God's forgiveness. They teach that you must turn from sin to get God's forgiveness. Hey, this should be a red flag indicator that this person has yet to completely trust Christ to save them. And their present standing? Well, it's religious and lost. 
there they are as proud as punch, trusting in him and them for their salvation. I call it the him and thems, and some of you listening today are probably members of the Church of the Him and Thems. Well, has anyone ever taught you that the Bible says there is no forgivable sin? Take a moment and let that sink in. There is no forgivable sin. Study your Bible. Rightly divide the word of truth. Hey, on this side of the cross and through the letters of your Apostle Paul, you'll find that Christ has already forgiven you of all, A-double-L, all sin. Therefore, there is no sin left to be forgiven. A person is saved by only believing in the finished cross work of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Operative word here being finished. 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4 is where Paul gives an account of what Christ did on the cross. There we learn he died for our sins, was buried, and rose again. And while 1 Corinthians 15 does not say that he died for all sin, Colossians 2.13 does. So when we as saved members of the church, the body of Christ, articulate this glorious salvation message to others, we must be careful to speak with great plainness of speech. Why? Because our Apostle Paul told us to do just that in 2 Corinthians 12.3. While we as saved individuals know that Christ died for all sins, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 simply does not say that. Listen to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 11. Therefore, whether it were I or they, so we preach, and so ye believed. Now, let's break this verse down. Therefore, whether it were I, that's Paul, or they, that's the twelve apostles, and we know that from verse 5, so we preach, and so ye believed. So it's rather clear that Christ dying for sins, being buried and risen from the grave, was not the mystery that was revealed to Paul. Even the twelve apostles knew that. The information Paul received was that Christ died for all, A-double-L, all sins. That's past, present, and future. In my 25 years of dealing with denominations in radio and television, I can tell you with all certainty that there are many who believe 1 Corinthians 15 verses 3 and 4 means that Christ died for their past sins. And if we're honest with ourselves, we might think that also if we're hearing the same preaching that they hear every Sunday. You know the kind of preaching I'm talking about. The false preaching that defies Romans 11.6 by mixing grace with works for salvation. You're listening to Truth Time Radio. We're here to motivate you to search out these truths for yourselves. We're here to inform you, the public, to help you develop critical thinking. Consistency and precision are vital when communicating the gospel. One word can throw off everything totally changing the meaning of what you're attempting to communicate to a lost soul. And remember, someone can sincerely put their complete trust in a wrong message and spend all eternity in hell. Okay, we're going to break and be right back with more Truth Time, because there's no better time for truth than right now. Know what I was feeling but what was I thinking
Got a Bible question? Call 706-861-0800 or toll-free 1-888-988-9562. Email us at truthtimeradio.com. They do not want you to think too much. That is why our country and our world has become so proliferated with entertainments, mass media, television shows, amusement parks, drugs, alcohol, and every kind of entertainment to keep the human mind entertained so that you don't get in the way of important people by doing too much thinking. You had better wake up and understand that there are people who are guiding your life and you don't even know it. said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Okay, we're back. The telephone lines are open. Toll free, one 9562 Leave your questions and comments and we'll get to those as soon as possible. Truth Time is here to encourage you, to uplift and motivate you to be aware, awake, alive, and active. And you know, encouraging others to search out truth for themselves is a very difficult task. There's now a popular doctrine being taught that says truth does not even exist. Well, those of you who deny that truth exists are making a self-defeating statement. What is a self-defeating statement? Well, if you and I were in a debate, it would be something that you said that required no response from me because you defeated yourself without me having to say a word. You defeated yourself by your own self-defeating statement. Self-defeating statements are false because they contradict themselves, failing to meet their own criteria. Now, for those of you who deny that truth even exists, my question to you is, is that true? You see, if you say that truth does not exist, then how could you know if that's true? I've heard those that say, all truth is relative. Well, I say, is that statement true for everyone? You see, if the statement is not true for everyone, then absolute truth does exist, and not all truth is relative. And by the way, if that statement is true for everyone, then the statement itself would be an absolute truth. And I thought you didn't believe in absolute truth. Some say there are no absolutes. 
I say, are you absolutely sure? See, if you say that there are no absolutes, you would have to be absolutely sure. <laughs> but you can't be absolutely sure if you say there's no absolutes. You've painted yourself in a corner. These are all self-defeating statements. And turning the statement on itself reveals that this sort of philosophical reasoning is not accurate. This bad doctrine has many thinking that their feet are firmly planted in midair. Now back to the sin issue. It's totally against the law of non-contradiction for someone to say, Christ forgave me of my sins, but I have to ask forgiveness of my sins. That is a double-tongued statement. If you attempt to add to the gospel, you'll not be saved. By you trusting in your doing something, asking for forgiveness, turning from sin, or whatever, you have made yourself your own God. And Exodus chapter 20 verse 3 says, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Some of you have made your religious rituals your God. Your speech is filled with I. I ask for forgiveness. I turned from my sin. I was water baptized. I went to the altar. I, I, I. Well, you're starting to sound like Satan. Look with me, if you will, in Isaiah chapter 14. Right here, pay close attention to Satan's five eyes. Verse 13. For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Satan is blinded by his pride. And look where he ends up. Verse 15. Thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. So regardless of all of his boastings, his I, 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 eyes only bought him a one-way ticket to hell. And if you, in your foolish, poisonous pride, think that what you do or say has anything whatsoever to do with your salvation, you'll join him one day. I often ask people, hey, if you die tonight, where would you go? Many will answer, heaven. I then say, how do you know? And you would be surprised at how many people say, I. It's amazing. The first word out of their mouth is I. Imagine that. Asking someone, how do you know you're going to heaven, and they say, I was water baptized. I confessed my sins. I joined the church. I said the sinner's prayer. I asked Jesus into my heart. I turned from my sins. All of these are action words, and they imply that you and your flesh have something to do with your salvation. In other words, not Christ alone, but Christ and you. I confessed, I joined, I said, I asked, I turned, I was water baptized, I stopped doing this and started doing that. Turning, confessing, joining, starting, stopping, I did this and I did that. The only time the word I should come out of a saved person's mouth when answering the question, how do you know if you're saved, is when it's in front of the word believe or trust. I believe in what Christ did for me, all by himself. I trust in him, and in him alone, for my salvation. I believe he died for all, not part, but all my sins. You see, these are non-action words. Believing, trusting, having faith, they take place on the inside of a person. It's internal, and not an external change. 
That's the true Bible meaning of the word repent. Repent comes from the Greek word metanoia. Meta meaning change. Noia meaning mind. Change of mind. So when a saved person is speaking or giving testimony to their salvation, they will use words of faith and not words that describe any outward things that you can see. You can't see anyone repent. You can't see anyone believe. You can't see anyone trust or have faith in anything. You may see the results of their belief, their faith, but it's impossible to see someone believe anything. Okay, there's the music and I'm being cued out into a break. We'll be right back with more Truth Time because there's no better time for truth than right now. to Truth Time Radio on 97.7 FM, Hot Country, Jackson, Ohio, and 1490 AM, The Talk of Chattanooga. You can now hear Truth Time on demand at truthtimeradio.com. In case you hadn't realized, it has somehow become uncool to sound like you know what you're talking about. (laughs) Or believe strongly in what you're, like, saying. Invisible question marks and parenthetical you knows and you know what I'm saying's have been attaching themselves to the ends of our sentences, even when those sentences aren't like questions. <laughs> Declarative sentences, so called because they used to like, you know, declare things to be true, okay, as opposed to other things that are like totally, you know, not. <laughs> They've been infected by this tragically cool and totally hip interrogative tone. As if I'm saying, don't think I'm a nerd just because I've like noticed this, okay? I have nothing personally invested in my own opinions. I'm just like inviting you to join me on the bandwagon of my own uncertainty. What has happened? to our conviction. Where are the limbs out on which we once walked? Have they been like chopped down with the rest of the rainforest? You know? Or do we have like nothing to say? Has society just become so filled with these conflicting feelings of that we've just gotten to the point where we're the most aggressively inarticulate generation to come along since, you know, a long time ago. So I implore you, I entreat you, and I challenge you 
to speak with conviction. To say what you believe in a manner that bespeaks the determination with which you believe it. Because contrary to the wisdom of the bumper sticker, it is not enough these days to simply question authority. You gotta speak with it, too. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear. Our presence automatically liberates others. back here with more truth time telephone lines are open toll free one 988 there you can leave your questions and comments i've noticed that many turn from truth in order to follow a denomination well has no one ever told you that your denomination is linked to roman catholicism so while you will hear some truth please note that it will most certainly be mixed with some untruths this is called misinformation. Misinformation is false, inaccurate information that is spread unintentionally. For the most part, I do not think these people are spreading disinformation. Disinformation, as opposed to misinformation, is erroneous, misleading information that has a motive, and it's spread intentionally. But I do not think that that's what's going on in most cases. Generally speaking, these people do not know the truth, therefore they cannot articulate it to anyone. You see, the fact is that God could care less about your outwardly fair show of the flesh. He desires your complete inward trust in Him and that alone for your salvation. 1 Corinthians 15.3 says that Christ died for your sins and Colossians 2.13 tells you how many sins He died for. And Colossians 2.10 tells you that you're now complete in Christ. And Ephesians 1.13 tells you with simplicity how you're saved. There's where Paul says that after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, you believed it and you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. It's a done deal. Now that's good news. You first hear it, then you believe it, and the Holy Spirit does the rest. Look at Romans 5.13. 
For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. <laughs> That's good news. Folks, there is no longer a law that we're going to be judged by for our salvation. And as we just read in Romans 5.13, sins are not imputed to us who are not under the law. And if that's not enough, Romans chapter 4, verses 15 and 16. Because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. Oh, that's more good news. Verse 16. Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace, to the end of the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. 2 Corinthians 5, chapter 19. God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them. Are you starting to get this? All who teach against sin, great, fantastic, outstanding, keep teaching against sin. We should teach against sin. But what we should not teach is that sin is what keeps a person from being saved because that's a lie. On this side of the cross, and in line with what our Apostle Paul wrote to the churches, sin does not keep people from being saved. Sin was taken out of the way at the cross. Unbelief in that Christ died for all your sins is what will keep you separated from God. Don't add to or take away from the Bible just to line up with your church headquarters. Paul teaches against sin. He teaches against sin a lot. However, Paul does not teach that sin will turn a saved person into a lost person. So what is it that we do here on Truth Time? How is it that we can find the answer to these Bible questions? Well, we simply do what God instructs us to do. We compare scripture with scripture, not preacher with preacher. Something is terribly wrong with the religious denominational system. And whether you want to admit it or not, you already knew this. Whether it's on radio, television, YouTube, the pulpit, hey, you're constantly hearing things being taught that you in your spirit know was not written for you to follow. Salvation is not about you and what you do or don't do. It's about your faith resting in what he did. This has been Truth Time with Trey Searcy. Visit our website at truthtimeradio.com. Until next time, remember, when a man who is honestly mistaken hears the truth, he will either quit being mistaken or cease to be honest.